the Mark West Sports Podcast. All right, welcome to the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. That's West Pierre. And we give you that real sports talk, but we also dive into other topics as well. Like, Got to. You know, like pop culture, just, you know, things that's going on with hip hop, because we all love hip hop on this podcast. So obviously in 2021, now it's all about these, you know, challenges on TikTok or whatnot. I will never get TikTok a day of my life. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that's true in a couple of years. But as of right now, not doing TikTok at all, because at some point I said I didn't want to do Instagram end up getting that as at some point i said i wasn't gonna do snapchat end up getting that so we'll see but for right now I'm never doing tiktok but what's popular on tiktoks right now is these challenges man the busted challenge the silhouette challenge mm-hmm. whatnot so my question to you wes is what's that if, if your dime asked you well nah let's just let's just take it a step further if you just okay. seen her do the busted challenge or the silhouette challenge what would be your take on that first off and which one do you think is worse shit one my dime would know better <laughs> you feel me i don't even need to question it so i i doubt her ever even thinking about that that um you know and, and not just that but we, we had a conversation about that shit too and she don't like the way to the females move on that shit. You feel me? She was like, shit. <laughs> exact words like, imagine me doing that shit. What would you think? You feel me? I'm like, shit, your ass wouldn't do that. <laughs> She's right. like, exactly. I mean, but, I mean, but, yeah, it gives off the wrong type of. Yeah. Method, you feel I guess me? you can say. My whole thing is, is another thirst trap. You feel me? Especially, you feel right. I, I mean, personally, if you, if you a single woman, feel free to do your thing. You feel me? Like women empowerment. I guess this is woman empowerment now, you know, silhouette challenge, busted challenge, I guess. You feel me? Um, throat baby also. But 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 yeah, like the way I actually look at it is like, you know, me as a guy, shit, I see you doing that. Only thing I'm one thing I'm thinking about is smashing. Right. You know I mean, but like because yeah, that that's exactly the message you've given out. Um, exactly. I would me? say sometimes, you know, it, I guess you could do try to do it in some kind of classy or, or art form way where, you know, you're not necessarily looking like a hoe, uh, which, you know, is the message that a lot of people are going to interpret it as that you basically doing hoe stuff. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, if my dime did the busted challenge, it would depend. It depends on if it's in good taste, you know. Um, of course, it's my basic opinion on what's good taste or not. So I'd have to see it, you know. Uh, but like, like you said, I think my wife would actually ask me first if she did it anyway, and if she did do it, she would show me and make sure if it was okay. Uh, that's the type of relationship that we have. Um, now the silhouette challenge, absolutely not. We're not doing that at all because because I mean, like people, uh, red light special. You know, exactly. You, you, I understand you want to be sexy on your social media. That's cool. You want to you know you know show out an outfit or be cute or whatnot. I understand that, but the silhouette challenge to me, 
is insinuating or trying to uh, attract sexual thoughts, you know, or trying to generate sexual thoughts. And that's the type of shit I, I can't, I can't really, you know, vibe with like that. I, I just don't want to, you know, have a situation where somebody says something or comments something that is inappropriate. And then I got to say some or stay say some, and then it becomes a thing. So definitely no to the silhouette challenge. Um, other challenges, it, it just has to be in, in, uh, in good taste. And just for people who don't know, you could just hashtag silhouette challenge or hashtag busted challenge and you'll see girls um, in a different outfit first and then the, the music changes and then it changes into either a sexy outfit with the busted challenge or the silhouette of you naked or almost naked in the silhouette challenge. So, oh, the silhouette challenge like that. They uh, pretty sure majority of them are naked because, of course, you know they got the background and it's kind of like the outline of their body. So, if you got a nice body, the curves that you have is kind of what what you really are paying attention to, and the uh, the red background is just there for show. <laughs> but 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 like me personally, like 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 you said, man. My my wife wouldn't definitely would never even try that, you know. And if she and was, I heard people too. did uh can like hack into it too. Oh yeah, I seen it on like Star. Yeah, they can change the red red and black where you can see the actual body all together. Exactly, all exactly. So, I was gonna jump into that, and, and, and I seen them um saying that, and I actually seen it on World Star, and I seen the I think it was like someone from Africa. You know, Africa, smart people. Yes. You know, he found a way to he showed you how to kind of decipher it and kind of like show, you know, the woman's body like, you know, like like she just was recording without no silhouette in the background. But but hey, it is what it is, man. That's one of the things when you put certain things on social media, expose yourself to certain things like that happening again. Me and you don't need to worry about that shit because, of course, our wives know better. Um, and not saying that we're controlling like that. It's just like out of respect. You feel yeah. me? You know, yeah. like some 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 things are good taste and some things are not. You know, um, that's good taste when it's just me and her. It's bad taste when the world is in outside looking <laughs> in. So, um, right. Yeah, um, shout out, to, shout out to Africa. Uh, <laughs> you know, we still in Black History Month, and I want y'all to check out my shirt. Actually, y'all come a little closer, it. a little closer. I can't see it. Oh, you already noticed, Joe. I'm, I'm already black. There you go. First black, say Republic at the mm -hmm. bottom. You already know, man. They don't like them Zoes. They don't like what we do out here, man. We we basically we're the Colin Kaepernick's for the blacks when when it comes <laughs> to the movement because the Zoes done taught everybody, yo, we ain't gonna be slaves. You feel what I'm saying? So, so, you know, kind of the, the reason you why the we're trendsetters in that respect, for sure. Ex exactly. So it's kind of a reason why you see like um, our country or our parents country um, like suffering the way it is, because they're doing them the same way they're doing Colin Kaepernick and any other person um, that that ran away from the slave owner. And and um, you came back and they set an example for the rest of the slaves not to do the same thing. So. You know, shout out to Haiti, shout out to Africa. You feel me? Um, uh, because you know the 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 um, fight ain't never gonna stop. You feel me? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, one more thing before we get into sports. I mean, I know you were passionate about this this week, uh, Wes, with uh, Boosie and his uh, comments. I had to. About Michael B. Jordan and, and his girl he's messing with at the moment. What, what's her name? Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey. Okay. Uh, just tell, tell me about it. So, the so talking about. yeah. So, you know, Boosie's controversial. I don't think he's controversial. I think he just keep it real. And, you know, he's not one of these individuals that's in the industry that that going to bite his tongue because, you know, uh, certain markets won't play his music or this, that, and the other. Like, he's the underground king. You feel what I'm saying? So, so you know, he's going to make his money regardless. I mean, you already seen what, what, what um, Instagram did to him, you know, as far as, um, with the freedom of speech and stuff like that. And I understand, you know, um, the reason why they kind of said that, oh, we're going to, you know, shut down his page. But I've seen other people also doing the same thing. But, you know, that's besides the point, you know. Now, going back to the question that you were saying, like, Boosie, once again, Boosie badass. Name speak for itself. You feel what I'm saying? He wind up coming out and keeping it real. Basically a conversation that me, you or Chris will be having at the crib. Um, by ourselves, you know, um, you know, because of course we work and certain things that come out our mouth, you know, can come back and bite us on a on the butt. You feel me on the ass or however you want to call it. So, so we probably gonna watch what we actually say a little bit, even though you know it's uncensored on our sports podcast. But you know, um, he wound up saying like Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey's been with P Diddy and numerous. Um, celebrities in the industry, like in the last maybe like nine months, you know, she had like probably like, you know, she been with Future, and you know, when you've been with Future, you're all ready for the streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so I'm just being real for you, you know. So, you know, you got Future, you got Diddy, you got other celebrities, you know, like you know, real celebrities, not 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 the the B line or the C line, A A liner celebrities, um, dating them and. My whole thing is like, you know, dating is just a, 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 a perfect way of saying that they smashing. You feel what I'm saying? So the so so the audience, the red, regular civilians like me and yourself, which, you know, me and yourself can read between the lines, you know, because we're guys and guys, when we say we're dating, that means we're smashing when we're together. <laughs> yeah, Wes, I'm smashing that down. Boom, 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 boom. When other people are around. Yeah, we're dating. You feel what I'm saying? So Absolutely. dated like eight, nine individuals like within the past year. And then you got Michael B. Jordan, you feel me, um, talking to her, which is cool, dating her, which is cool because he was, he's dating her just like everyone else. Um, you know, um, he, 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 he got backlash because, um, you know, did, um, not Diddy, but Boosie said like, that was the wrong thing. He's a simp for actually wifing her. Cause that's how Michael B. Jordan is putting it out. It's, he's not putting it out. Like, but I, I kind of understand where Michael B. Jordan is coming from because like how he's going to say it, you feel me? How he's going to portray it. But you know, you got the, you got the media that says, you know, he dated other individuals and never really put it out in the first forefront in the media. So why are you doing it with this individual going back to why he got criticized for only dating? Caucasians and no no black women. So, you know, the backstory behind that is he's probably doing that to, you know, simmer up, like put some 
some water on the flames, you know, with the black women in, in our culture about him not dating them. But going back to Boosie, Boosie was keeping it real because my whole thing is like, yo, Marcus, like. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you continue. So uh, Michael B. Jordan it basically claimed this girl on social media saying that they going to get married. Not getting married, but like. He just claimed her. He, he claimed he's claiming her as and, and, and showing when they're when they're out and everything and other okay. relationships that he had, you know, it was kind of private. He showed them, but it, they were normally Caucasians. He never dated, well, from what I seen, he never dated a black person in the forefront like Lori Harvey. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, right. so you know, um, I understand where he's coming from, but me personally, I think that he's just smashing. And at the same time, he's getting his face clean with the culture, you know, for criticizing him for not dating a black um, um, female, even though the black female is not someone that he should be wifing. It should be someone that he's dating or smashing. You feel me? Because my whole thing is it makes no sense for um, like, and, and, and Boosie got a point. Boosie, like, why are they praising a woman like that? Like, she's the catch. She's not the catch. The catch is like your dumb. The catch is like my dumb. You feel me? To the point where they have morals. They have ethics. They don't do certain shit. Same like with the silhouette challenge. They wouldn't do that. You feel me? That's something that we would be attracted to. Again, same thing like other celebrities. Yeah, ain't nobody saying that they're not smashing women. You know, there's you got women throwing it at them all the time. Of course they smashing them. But if you're a female that is sleeping with eight, nine individuals and you got a reputation for sleeping with these eight, nine individuals, how... Marcus, I'm gonna look at you like, yo, I'm gonna have a conversation with you. Marcus, I'm gonna be like, yo, Marcus, hey, hey, let me holler at you on the slide real quick. Hey, you know, nigga, smash that. Nah, <laughs> man, I'm gonna be in real with you, man. Chris smash too. Yeah, nah, yeah, and our other homeboy smash too. Cause you gotta understand when you're talking about celebrities, like there's only a certain on uh, um, um, percentage of people that got a certain amount of money. And they're going to party with each other there. So they know each other. They know who's dating. Same like in our lifestyle, you know, who's dating who. Now, of course, we're not in people business like that because we care less. But, you know, you know, it's just kind of like high school. Look at it like high school. Everyone knew who was dating who. Everyone knew who smashed who. So look at it like with celebrity. And if everybody know that she slept with like seven or eight dudes and me, Wes, the, the A-listed guy that everybody wants you feel me why would i settle for her it makes any sense i don't it, know that. It, it is what it is um and and tell me about the like the backlash that that boosie's now getting i guess for what he said or t tell me exactly what he said kind of summarize that and then i'll, I'll let you know what my take is he, on he, it he basically said like um like yo He's tired of the media putting women like that on a pedestal. It should you should be giving the man like Michael B. Jordan that 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 um pat on the back, basically. You feel what I'm saying? Because he hold himself a certain way. You feel what I'm saying? And you're so basically, and women basically, the backlash that he's getting is like, oh, you need to stay out of um her um stay out of her business. Oh, go take care of your kids with your six baby mamas. This than the other, but hey, one thing about Boosie, Boosie take care of his kids. I tell you that one thing. You feel me? His kids are always at his house. You feel me? Yeah, he got different baby mamas, same like Mayweather. But look, at the end, and other celebrities, 
Diddy got multiple baby mamas. Well, so what that does that mean? Maybe those baby mamas are crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he had to separate himself. You know, nobody knows the, the story behind it. And, and not just that, but those baby mamas has not um, said anything negative about him. Right now, they have a great relationship. So, you know, I don't understand the backlash behind that. But, of course, it's the Me Too movement right now. You can't say certain things about women in a certain light. You can't say it about um, people that like the same sex right now. Um, you can't say certain things right now. And again, people like me and you may not say it, but someone like Boosie is going to say uh, what the conversations that we are having at home. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so, yeah. so, you know, like, hey, he's basically saying like, she's not the catch. And stop putting women like that on a pedestal that sleeps with multiple men in, in, in less than a year. And, and, you know, if it was a guy, they're going to call him a dog. So what do you call a a, 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 a female that's a dog? I don't want to say it, but you know where I'm yeah, coming we, from. We know, we know what we call them, uh, but, you know, just just to kind of give my, my take on it. Yeah, it's a bad look for Michael B. Jordan. It's just a bad look for you to it, it just makes you look like. You know what? Where we from? It's, it it just makes me look like a duck. You know, you you almost like I don't want to say you the duck of the week. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say you the duck of the week, but you 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 got duck tendencies if you're doing stuff like that. Um, as far as putting it out there that you know you're claiming this person now, at, when it's all said and done, at the same time you could date who you want. You could you know put whatever you want on social media. I mean, if if you got a hustle where you dating celebrities and smashing celebrities and they, you know, breaking you off, you know, all power to you. That's not the type of girl that I would want to date or I would want my son to want to date or my homeboys to to want to date and marry and and, and all of that. Um, but it is what it is. And like you said, people like Boozy are going to call people like that out. You know, if a question is posed to a, a dude like that, you know, he's going to give you exactly how he feels in the situation. And yeah, like like you said, you know, like like us, we're on a platform right now. We probably feel certain ways about certain things, but we got to turn down, tone down what we say sometimes because it's 2021. And in, in a year of today, everything is extra sensitive and you got to be extra sensitive. And I think what, what people, especially women, take offense to that is the fact that he said you need to give credit to the man. You know, that part, just that little part in what he said, I what's, think what people, people, especially women. But, but, but I don't understand like that. I don't understand what's what's wrong with that. In certain situations, you give the women credit. In certain situations, you give the man credit. And nobody said that the women get credit every time. Because because that just doesn't make any sense. If women want right. to talk about equal rights and equal opportunity, then it should we should be able to keep it real about a female and you should be keep, be able to keep it real about a, a, a man. You feel right. what I'm saying? And, and not just that, but but you had other women that was on the side of Boosie and nobody here hears those women. Everybody just hear the, um, the women that's in opposition. So, so, you know, it is what it is. Now, Lori Harvey is bad. Though. I ain't gonna lie to you. She is a little bad one. But right. that is not the conversation right now. The conversation is, would you be 
Michael B. Jordan. I wouldn't. I may ha- I may be Michael B. Jordan, but I'm just smashing. Smashing that, hit it, smashing dash, hit it or quit it. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And call it a day, but I'm not going to see. But I, I-, I want to say I wouldn't do what he's doing. But again, sometimes, well, in the celebrity eyes, that's probably what you got to do. Because remember, he's an actor, too. So he may be <laughs> acting right now just to get the bubba. You feel what I'm saying? So I do not know. You hey, know what I, I'm saying? I, I wouldn't put it past him. He's a really good actor. I like all um, damn near every all the movies. He was great in Friday Night Lights. I just want to say great mm-hmm. show if you've never seen it. You know, it's a great show. See that. I mean, that's when he started, started like when he was younger. So he, he's very talented and he could be at, he could be. This could be all a just uh, uh a, just a play to, to to tap into a certain market uh okay. you, you never know you never maybe, know maybe maybe but that's I but mean, that's what it is on, on on that but shout out to the florida panthers man you already know the florida panthers are, are in first place right now our hockey team our hometown hockey team now the, the great thing i do want to say and point out is that they played the stanley cup champions tampa bay lightning three yeah. games of Three games in a row, and they won two out of those three games. You feel me? So that means, hey, this team could actually finally win a hockey championship. That's something to watch down the line, you know, just in case there, there's nothing else to watch. I know not everybody's into hockey like that, but uh, that's something to watch just for the, the, the Miami sports fan because – they ain't been to the to the finals since the nineties, like the late nineties. <laughs> yeah, well, I was in the fifth grade. <laughs> no, like the late nineties. I think we was in high school. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, I think we was in high school. It was John Van Beesbrook who was the uh, the goalie, and when they used to throw the rats on the uh, rats yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Ice, which mm-hmm. they still do. They do that at the end of the game, though. You can't do it after every goal like they used to. So that's that is definitely something to watch. So so we'll see what the Panthers do uh, this season. I, I think they're gonna be doing good, man. Like I seen some highlights, and like, 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 like we were saying before, like a few podcasts before, like I wanted to go to a Panthers game. You feel me? And you yeah. was like, "Shit, Wes, you just make it. Make sure that you um, dress appropriately because it's cold <laughs> as hell." And uh, you feel me? Yeah. But yeah, uh, I seen the highlights, you know. And I kind of been, you know, I I, I follow the Panthers also on um, social media and stuff like that. So. From time to time, you know, I always seeing, you know, they won, they won, they won. You know, I didn't know exactly when the season started or how far along they were in the season. But I'm like, damn, I'm constantly getting notification that they won. So, yeah, obviously a good thing when I see the Panthers win or any uh, Miami sports team win. But, you know, the highlights, you know, highlights was on ESPN. That's how you know that we're finally there. You feel me? I think I finally could get jiggy with this shit. You feel me? So yes. I think that that – um the Panthers, you know, with Huberto, he 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 basically did like something like I was like, well, it looked cool, but for other people that normally be in um that normally knows hockey, was like that was a spectacular play. See, I, I didn't know what I was actually looking about. at. I think it, <laughs> yeah. it was like a breakaway and he exactly. like yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. You feel me? <laughs> and, and you know, I think I I'm not sure if that what was that what won the game or what tied yeah. the game. It won the game. It was in uh, overtime, and it was which overtime. make it even better. You already know the NBA talk about clutch shots. You know the NFL talk about game winning drives, and to go ahead and pull something off like that, and me, you know, seeing like the highlights, and I'm like, oh, okay, and we winning. 
that was a good thing. And if we could go ahead and continue winning like that, you feel me? I think I will finally make my way on to one of those games. Why? Because I know that they have a certain population that's going to be in there because of COVID. So I don't need to be worrying about everybody up above me, you know, and, you know, kind of do something different. You know, we started the podcast yeah, yeah. during this pandemic. And, and, you know, why not start a little something different, you know, in, in sports, you know, um, tickets probably a little cheaper, you know, and that's something where, you know, uh, try something new, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And and the Panthers, Black History Month, they do have a black general manager. I just want to point that out. Why not? They, uh, they hired uh, their head coach who used to be win championships for Chicago, for the Chicago Blackhawks. So they seem like they've been trending in the right direction for a while. So watch out for, uh, for the Panthers. We're going to be uh, that city. This this season. Every um, Miami sports team is trending up. The Panthers yeah, trending up. The Marlins, you know, we thought we thought um, that what he did, you know, um, getting rid of all those contracts was a horrible thing. And they wind up making playoffs, you know, for the first time in years. The Miami Heat went to the NBA Finals against the um, – um, Los Angeles Lakers and unfortunately could have won but lost but you know showed that there was a lot of grit in us so you know I could see I could see you know Miami you know being that city where you know it was like you know kind of like Boston Boston Red Sox won then the New England Patriots win and then you know I forgot the third team um, but it was one of those cities where every sports major sports team actually won I think I think we're aiming in that direction yeah yeah well we're that aiming in that direction i think it was boston uh they actually won a championship every every sport i think it was on nine or something yes like that. boston celtics bought, um um new england patriots and uh and the red Sox. that's the three teams yeah. yes and the bruins too the the hockey team they won see, two see? come on um, so Anthony Duclair is their black player, by, by the way, on the team. Anthony Duclair, shout out to Anthony Duclair. It's, it's Black History Month, so I just want to shout him out. So speaking of, of black players, though, we got Jalen Hurts now, who basically is being given the reins over there at Philly. Black wow. player, uh, black quarterback. Uh, it seems like it's been in the year of the black quarterback when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, when you talk about Deshaun Watson and Jalen Hurts, rookie came out of uh, Alabama, originally transferred to Oklahoma, played very well, known as a running quarterback, but really showed that he can throw the ball. He was given the reins this week because they decided to let go of their franchise quarterback, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz traded to the Indianapolis Colts after Phillip Rivers uh, decided to call it a career and, and retire. So they obviously needed a, a quarterback to kind of fill in that slot. I think Carson Wentz is a bus. Uh, I mean, I wanted to bring all this up just to kind of confirm that Carson Wentz is a bust. If he, he has a chance to revitalize his career um, in, in, in Indianapolis, but I don't really see it happen. I think he's just an average quarterback, drafted too high. And if you can't, um, you know, either stay healthy, because we already know the best ability is availability, and those two seasons that he was good, he got hurt, couldn't finish them. And then last year, he was pretty much garbage all year. And now you, you, you're trying to salvage your career at some, in Indianapolis, albeit Frank Reich, former quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. He led that great quarterback, a great comeback uh, to this day. is still the best quarter uh, comeback in playoff history. 
against the Oilers back in the day. They were down 35 to three. He was the quarterback, led them back when Jim Kelly was hurt. He's the head coach at the Indianapolis Colts. So maybe he can, you know, mold him to a great quarterback, but I don't see it. See it. To be honest with you, that's why I got to disagree with you on that one. I do think that it was the right move for both parties. You know, you had Doug Peterson and the quarterback, you know, that the quarterback and the head coach need to mesh. They need to like each other. If they don't, then, you know, it's downhill from there. Rumors has it is that um, the coach, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz wasn't talking for 10 weeks, um, you know, last season. So, so, so I'm not sure if it's 10 weeks or 10 months. You feel me? Hopefully it's not 10 months and it was just 10 weeks. But, you know, it just shows that relationship was fractured. You feel me? Like, um, not just that, but it, it it didn't make sense for him staying there anyway because, like, you had another quarterback that won him the Super Bowl, got a trophy. Not a trophy, but a statue outside of the stadium. You know, like, every time you walk into that stadium, you know that it's not your stadium, you know. Um, also, <clears throat> I think it's going to be a better fit because I think that the – former officer coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, I think is in Indianapolis right now. I think I heard some rumors of that, you know, and, and, you know, that's why it would have been a best fit. If that is right, then I think that, you know, um, it would be a good thing. And I'm talking about officer coordinator when they actually, when Carson Wentz was actually doing good. Now, um, as far as um, the team, you got, you got a well-balanced team. We were talking about the Indianapolis Colts last um a couple of podcasts when they were in the playoffs we were like they've got a perfect defense you know the o-line and uh the wide receivers are doing their thing you know no big major names but they just keep winning games you feel me so the only thing you know that was a negative what was um philip rivers because you know he do have a tendency of throwing picks so you know i think it it was kind of time for him to retire you know what i'm saying um, retire with your, with your head up, you know, make a playoff game. And not just that, you retire in the same year that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that fucking bad, you know. But regardless of the fact, um, you got the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts. You know, I think Jalen Hurts can um, do some good things in Philly, but I think that Carson Wentz is going to wind up um, having a better career in Indianapolis. Why? Because he has a better overall team. You got a team right now that is rebuilding right now. You know, they they need to find a new head coach. They 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 don't have no nothing on offense. It's kind of looked like the New England Patriots before Tom Brady wind up leaving. You know, the defense is is is, is um decimated. And not just that, but everybody's always injured. Kind of one of the reasons why they couldn't protect none of their quarterbacks. You feel what I'm saying? So, so, you know, it is what it is, you know, um, hopefully both of them uh, wind up um, landing on their feet. We, of course, we know what happened, happened, you know, but, but, you know, um, Jalen Hurts, remember what Marcus um, um, stated, availability is the best ability. And you're dealing with a team that is rebuilding. You're dealing with a team that, that the O-line is decimated and still injured, you know, so. Let's see if you're going to go ahead and, um, you know, stay upright because we, we, you did look good when you ran. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and you ran because, again, the O-line was decimated. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully um, both teams actually do something good. But, hey, it is what it is, man. You know, um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting to watch, like, who ends up having a better career. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is, you know, you know, a, a world beater at, at, at all. It's, it's still kind of wait and see. He's only had half a season. You know, Vince Young had a great half a season, too. And where he where is he? He's considered a bust, too. So I'm still on wait and see on Jalen Hurts. But more so, I just don't believe in Carson Wentz. Um, I mean, yeah, he is uh, he is going into a better situation, you know, but uh, I, I'm not buying it yet. To me, he's just an average quarterback, just like Jared Goff, who just Look got right. to Detroit. I feel like Jared Goff is an average quarterback and he left sunny California to go to Detroit sucks for him straight up, you know, because, <laughs> because nobody wants to go to Detroit. I don't know anybody in, in their right mind that says, Hey, I want a vacation in Detroit. No, that, that doesn't happen um, at all. It's too cold. There, there's no real uh, attractions in, in Detroit unless you're going to go to General Motors and check out the cars over there in the factory. It's like, I mean, I just feel bad for, for Jared Goff because I think he's really going to get exposed this season because Sean McVay was controlling him. And he basically made the decision with this trade to say, like, you know what? I can't control this guy enough for us to win a championship. You know, he actually got them to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, so it's a little odd that after a couple of years uh, away from, from getting to the Super Bowl, you let go of your franchise quarterback because let, let's not forget, he was drafted number one overall, Jared Goff was. And now he's in Detroit. So his career to me, I think is going to just, dwindle away and he's going to end up being a bust as well now yes. Matt Stafford it, on the flip side I feel happy for him because I Me like too. Matthew Stafford Matthew Stafford is one of those players that you know he will play on one leg and give you all he got he's got a bunch of uh fourth quarter comebacks on his resume because his defense couldn't hold uh, hold the lead so you put him in that offense with McVeigh. And that defense is pretty solid with Peters and, um, of course, Aaron Donald and um, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yes. You know, I mean, you got you got some ballers over there, so I think they're a really good contender. And what's interesting enough, though, is that Matthew Stafford said he would like to be traded to any team but the Patriots. <laughs> the evil empire. <laughs> he came out and said that. I was like, wow, that's pretty bold to like that. Uh, that not only was just a big statement for him, but that says a lot about that franchise that you've got an established quarterback, you know, uh, I would say top 10 quarterback in the league that just flat out said, hey, you know, these and this is his last chance, real chance to, I think, win a Super Bowl. And he said anybody but the Patriots. So, damn, that says a lot about that. Evil yeah, yeah, definitely. That definitely speak volumes. And I hope other quarterbacks when requesting trades say the same exact thing, because, you know, all that talking the way you want to talk to grown men, you know, and feeling that is all good. You know, like that's kind of why Nick Saban went back to to Alabama because you know I heard um Jason Taylor was about to whoop his ass and Zach Thomas about to whoop his ass also because the way he actually was talking to him. So so you know, um, when it comes to um the evil empire, yeah, shout out to um Matthew Stafford, 
Stafford for 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 um, letting the world know, you know, not just telling your agent, but letting the world know you did not want to um, go to the New England Patriots and, and and fall victim to what Cam Newton fell victim to. You feel me? Because look, all of that negative publicity went to Cam Newton, reflected off of Bill Belichick. So there's no other scapegoat. I'm not going to be the scapegoat, is what Matthew Stafford is actually saying. But yeah. Definitely right. love the trade. You know, Jared Goff, you know, was trash. You feel me? Like, it kind of was like Josh Rosen and um, the Arizona Cardinals. You know, we, we drafted this quarterback high, you know, um, not the first pick, but we drafted him high. And, you know, he's not what we thought he was, you know. Whoever was actually scouting him, I'm pretty sure they're out of a job right now. But, you know, um, yeah, you know, Jared Groff is trash. Every time, if he don't go out, if he don't scramble out of the pocket, he's not going to do anything, you know. And, and, and you need to be a pocket quarterback, you know. You need you need to know how to pass the ball when you need to pass the ball. He's He overthrows things. He's not accurate, you know. Um, at times, you know, again, because when you win, people forget the mistakes, you know. And, and, you know, they was doing a lot of winning with that defense, but they should have been doing a lot more winning with that defense and if they had a better quarterback. He kind of was like holding the ass back. But going yeah. back to Matthew Stafford, quarterback with um, finally got out of Detroit. You know, I always used to pick him, you know, and Madden. You know, if I was, you know, I wanted to play with Megatron. Don't blame me. You feel what I'm saying? You yeah. know, throw it up, game-winning game drives in Madden, in real life, you know, in the NFL. You know, he he has it, you know, like you said, it don't matter if he's injured, he's going to play. We do know he had some back problems and SARS. Um, unfortunately, his wife is going through some medical issues, but he still wind up doing his thing when he get on the field. You know what I'm saying? For somebody to be going um, through certain things personally with the person that they love, their significant other. And he said, still, what kind of problems does she have? I think she had like cancer and she was almost gonna die or something like that you feel me um something like that you know going through chemo or something i'm not sure regardless of the fact you know just the plain fact that to be uh wake up and know it's uncertain that you're gonna you know um your significant other's probably not gonna be there you know what i'm saying so so you know that and have to focus on the game you know i wouldn't even must be thinking about the game i would have been like like, but of course, you know, you need to play to pay the bills, especially her medical bills if she has some. But yeah, Matthew Stafford, accurate quarterback, you know, he got a big arm, you know, he just has it, you know, and unfortunately, he was on a bad team for majority of his career, you know, yeah. kind of one thing that Deshaun Watson is asking, like, hell nah, I'm not going to be on the Texans, the Detroit Lion of Texas. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? I need a trade, you know, and, and, and you know, that that was the dumbest thing that they could have done out of all teams. You trade them to that team? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, Jared Goff? Like, if, I, if, I, if I was goof, I would be mad <laughs> yeah. right now. Because, Y'all like, drafted me. I All I know is L.A. and he's from California. He's, he went to school at Cal, California, Berkeley. So I'm not sure if he's from California. He probably is. So he probably has been living in California for the majority of his life. And then now they're going to send him over to Detroit. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I that's the slap in the face. And I, I wish him all the best. But, you know, I ain't going to bet no money on no games with golf at quarterback. 
Oh hell no, nah. hell no. Nah. <laughs> it, it that that team goes back to being like the garbage team that we know they are. You yeah, I mean? because they've had great players. They've had yeah. Megatron that you mentioned. They've had Barry Sanders. Which, so you can argue that they had the best receipt, one of the best receivers, if not top three of all they time. They had Ebron, and, the tight end. Yeah, big tight end. And then Barry Eric Sanders, who, I, who is my favorite running back of all time. He retired and, because of them. Exactly, exactly. Because they like. couldn't put no talent around him. They refused. I mean, he had players like Scott Mitchell. Scott Mitchell was our backup quarterback. Scott, Scott Mitchell was the Dolphins' backup quarterback, and they went and hired Scott Mitchell as their starting quarterback. I mean, he was decent. I remember that one year that Dan Marino got hurt, Scott Mitchell, he played out the year, and I think they ended up making the playoffs at least. So they were like, okay. But, you know, but the same thing happened to Matt Castle. Matt Castle replaced Brady one year that he got hurt, and then he got a big contract and went to another team and was garbage. So – I mean, it's it's just a sad situation, um, but um, yeah, that, that that's that's all I can say about about, about goof and hopefully <laughs> he can turn he can turn his, his name to to good or something better than goof because right now he's goofing in Detroit and he's saying goodbye to Disneyland in L.A. And <laughs> hey, so, but but anyway, is um, so transition to something else. Yeah, I wanted to talk about like, because obviously with COVID, there's three, there's three or four divisions in college football and the lower divisions decided to not play at all in the fall. So this spring, they are going to be playing. They started actually last weekend, there was a game. So this weekend is kind of the full, uh, you know, season starting in the spring. And I think this is something that should always happen every year, because ain't nobody watching lower lower division football while higher division football is going on so it's a great chance to see those type of teams and this is these these teams include hbcus so we are going to see finest finally see Deion sanders and jackson state in these next upcoming saturdays and see really the talent that they got so they get a platform in the spring where people are thirsty for football the hbcus can get a chance to really get some eyeballs on, on their games, which you don't ever see, you know, during the season because you're too busy watching Alabama and Miami play, you know? So there's like, there's no chance for viewers to really see HBCUs play. So I feel like, although they're doing this because of COVID, I feel like this is something that should happen every year. And then the other thing too is like, oh, but what about when the big name school plays the small school, because a lot of the budget for these small schools depends on if a big school plays them, you know? So if a small school plays a big school, like for example, so if FAMU plays UM, UM pays FAM to play- To get their ass whooped. Yeah, to get their ass whooped, but they get paid though. They get paid a good amount of money, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars just to play the game. And- those type of teams, they depend on that budget for all their athletics. See, but think about it. like So you can it, still play the game in the spring. I just want to say you can still play that game in the spring because you'll have the big team who plays spring football anyway. They usually play it against each other. They'll have a spring game. You know what I'm saying? So why don't you just have a spring game against like an HBCU? You know, it'll be like a practice game anyway for you as a big school. And then 
like the small school gets to be on that platform. They'll get, you know, a Saturday where you're not watching anything else. And it's just a great opportunity for both sides. And I think that's something that needs to be changed um, just to raise up, especially the HBCU type of school that needs that um, viewership. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I really do think that would be a, I mean, if they wind up doing it per- permanently, that would be a great thing for college sports. But um, I, I really think that, um, you know, being able to watch Deion Sanders in certain schools that I would never even be able to watch just because, you know, these big schools are taking over the television. You know, I mean, I'm just being real. UM is coming on. I could care less who else is playing. You feel me? Exactly. You know, I'm so, so, so I, I agree with that also. But um, I really don't have anything negative to say. All the points that you wind up saying is, it, it, it's like I have anything, nothing to rebuttal them, you know. And of course, we always love football. So, me, if I could watch football right now when there's no NFL going on, um, when there's not too much sports playing, um, besides on basketball and, you know, hockey, <laughs> I'll go ahead and embrace that. Yeah. Know, and to be honest, I'm- I'm not a huge, um, I mean, I'm a big basketball fan, but like, I have probably, I'm probably not going to watch a game between like, let's say the Pistons and the Kings or something like that. I'm not going to watch that. You know, I'm only going to watch very, very big high profile games. If that, and the heat games, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's pretty much what I watch. And even with heat games, I'll probably tune in in second half because with basketball, you know, there's really just a back and forth scoring back and forth. You may miss a, a nice dunk or alley-oop, but you're going to see the, the the replay anyway. But the game is not really decided until the fourth quarter. You know, it's not like a football game where a team could like blow a team out in the, in the second quarter. If you tune in at third quarter, you probably miss the whole game, you know, like, and you know, it, it's just um, not, I'd rather watch football is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd rather watch football, you know? Uh, so I think it's, it's a really great opportunity. I mean, COVID, although it's a crazy pandemic and it's a crazy year and a lot of, a lot of things change forever. A lot of, this thing has changed our lives forever. And I think it made, made us realize though, that we could do things a lot simpler or things could work better differently, you know? I think a lot of businesses realize, hey, I don't have to have my employee come into my office all the time if they're productive at home, you know, offer that as an incentive, you know. I think that's something that a lot of companies now realize that they should do, they should have been doing. And this spring football is something that they should have been doing, you know, for a long time. So hopefully that that continues. Okay. Um, so as far as the other news that came up this week is Draymond Green you know, came out because you kind of you touched on Deshaun Watson earlier and how he's basically kind of trying to force his way out of Houston because they're the functional franchise. And he got some flack for that. And Draymond Green, and hopefully we can get the soundbite of Draymond Green and what he basically said, but just to kind of give you an overview, Andre Drummond, who is a good player, is in talks to be traded. He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. uh, So they're talking about trading him. So rather than play him, they sat him, you know. See, but they sat. They made him dress, practice, dress. And right before going out on the court, 
They said, no, we're not going to play you because we're thinking about trading you. So Draymond Green's whole thing is like, that is messed up. How are they doing that? And, 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 you know, how you think the players feel? You know, the players have emotions, you know, but then you don't want the players to – you want the, the media to ask some questions, and then you want to go ahead and want them not to give real answers. You're basically going to try to find them for, for, for certain things like that. So he's saying it's not fair that um, – not just that, he also gave another story about how, um, you know, you had another NBA player. I don't think it was Draymond that said it, but another player, he wound up saying, like, he found out that he was traded when he made it home. When he got home into his driveway, when he was made it, making it on his way home to his driveway, he had, like, 12 reporters in front of his house. He like, man, what, what the hell going on? Like, he was concerned about his family, like, something actually happened. You know, and that's how he found out he got traded, you know, like he just yeah. left playing a game with them, came home, see the media in front of his house, you know, concerned about his family and then to find out that he was traded then. So, you know, going back to what Draymond was saying, like Draymond's like, it's not fair that the the the, the league, not just the league, but the teams can go ahead and just trade him like that and not even have the common decency to make a phone call to them and just let them know that this is happening so they can know how to actually answer certain questions or move or this, that, and the other. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, th- this whole thing is, is, is kind of an ongoing debate, you know, because the owners, general managers, they got all the power because they're basically the bosses. You know, they're, they're the managers. You know, it's just like me and you at our jobs we're very valuable employees, obviously. If they don't have us, certain things can't move. They don't make money if, if they don't have us as employees. And especially in stuff like the NBA or sports, you ain't got no athletes, you have no product. You can't sell ads, you can't sell tickets, you can't sell merchandise. So the value of the player is, is so high and shouldn't be understated. So when you try to take away their their power when they have all this power to generate so much money it feels like a double standard like yo i'm making you all this money yet you are hindering what i can do or what my opinion is on where i should be for my best situation for my family and just for me and my career so at the same time, as a business, I understand it because it's a business. Like, I need to protect my assets because I don't want you out there on the court. You break, you sprain your ankle. All of a sudden, the value goes down, and I couldn't trade you. So I understand it from that point, but I more so understand it from a player's perspective. You can't hinder me for what I want to do with my career because I don't feel like I'm in a good situation. James Harden basically forced his way out. Uh, of Houston Uh, from what I heard Matthew Stafford kind of forced his way out of Detroit you know Deshaun Watson is trying to do the same thing I don't think there's any problem at all with a player wanting to make the most money that they can because this is America man this is America and you have to make you have to make as much money as you can for, his, for his, the, the time frame that you have to do it. 
because with basketball, especially football, these contact sports, you, 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 all this wear and tear in your body, you can't do this forever unless you're Tom Brady or LeBron who, 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 or Adrian Peterson or Frank Gore, where these guys are like mutants. I don't understand like, <laughs> how, they're still, how, how they're still doing it. Like what, what kind of, they got adamantium in the, in their bodies or something because like, how in the world? I like it. Still boggles my mind that Frank Gore and, and players like Adrian Peterson, who went through major knee surgeries, are still out there playing. Tom Brady's still out there. LeBron's still still playing at a very high level. I mean, it which is one in a million, man. I mean, like there's only one in a million of those type of players. Most players, they're in the league, especially football, five years, six years, something like that. NBA you know, you know, it's probably a little bit longer, maybe seven, eight years is kind of like your average career. So for you to tell a player that they can't, you know, move around to another team or just, you know, they're in that last few seasons, they feel like this is the best situation for them to win the championship and try to hinder that. It's something that's just, you know, I think is un-American. Yeah, but my whole thing is like people learn from Tom Brady to be honest with you. I mean, Tom Brady didn't force himself out, but, you know, he clearly went to a team that he chose, you know, and then he won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else can you say? Like, Peyton Manning did the same thing. They're yeah. basically saying, why do we have to wait until we're old before we demand these trades or demand the team that we want to go to? Or So basically, um, y'all want to use us up and all our talent and all our, our our youth, you know, and then when you're done with us, you can throw us away. And then, you know, if we wind up landing on our feet, we do. If we don't, we don't. It don't matter. We paid you, so you should be happy for the money that you made. Right, right. That, that's that's kind of what they be saying majority of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that, that's the bad taste that it gives me in my mouth. Like, like what the – like, really, I, I should just take – I should just shut up and dribble. I should just, you know, just – do my job i mean come on man like uh, you know this this is america and i i want to do you know what i want to do when i want to do you now know, when it comes to valuable to your franchise and i'm helping you make money so i should have some say in it. oh yeah exactly and um you know like you can force say in it in like what lebron been doing for the longest you know no trade clause you know or you know player option to opt out or, you know, that's what, what, you know, that's what Deshaun Watson has right now, you know, a no trade clause. So even, even though that they say that they're not trading him, he already clearly said that he don't want to be a part of this team. You know, I don't think you can fix a relationship like that. He went in public and said it. So, so um, it is what it is. It's just like, you know, it's going to be precedence, you know, because, you know, um, of course, you know, they don't want certain things to happen because everybody else is going to follow suit. You know what I'm saying? So, so you had other other people requested trades, but never the quarterback, and that's the precedence that's going to actually be um, set right now. You know, of course, yeah. You know, you could you could say Matt Matthew Stafford just requested trade also, but he's in the later part of his career. You know, Deshaun Watson is <laughs> his prime. You know, yeah. so 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 it is what it is. We'll see how I wind up um, panning out. Hopefully, you know. The Miami Dolphins are successful in anything that happens in the offseason right now in regards to Deshaun. But it is what it is. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens, like I said. And yeah. um, 
So some players that are, are in their prime are uh, Jamal Murray, J- Joel Embiid. Yes. They were um, acting, acting a fool this week, uh, dropping 50, you know. And, I mean, these are the type of players that are kind of the next generation in the NBA. And to just transition to the heat, man, transition to the heat real quick. We, I feel like we need one of these players. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I don't know about you, Wes, but I've been down watching some of these games. Like that Golden State game ripped my heart out. Now the the one before that, I forgot what team it was, but it just ripped my heart out. Like because we're better than these teams, and we letting these teams come back on us because you know Jimmy Butler's missing a couple of shots. We don't have Goron. If we had Goron, I think we would win these games because we're not he, healthy. He gives you those clutch buckets when you need them. Yeah, but we're right now. Right now, I feel like yo, we need a, a Bradley Bill or we need a Jamal Murray or we need no, a no, no, we need no. a Joel Embiid no, or something no, like that. No, you no, know, just to I, I feel you in, in, in the playoff contention. No, no, no. Right I now, feel you, but I don't feel you. The playoffs. I feel you, but I don't feel you because we'll have to give up too much to get these players, and that is not happening. You know, like we we saved everything for Giannis. He wind up staying with his team, but. We have Anabayo. I still would have paid him all that money, though. But, you know, I told him, I told you in the podcast, you know, if if he can wind up getting a um, accurate, consistent shot, then he's just as good as Giannis. So, and, and and it looks like he's getting a little consistent with that shot. You know, him and um, Jimmy Butler had triple doubles the other night. Also, from Jimmy Butler, three triple doubles the last few games. But, yeah, going back to you know, Murray and Embiid, you know, like um, both had historic career nights. You know, I think um, Murray was against the Cleveland Cavaliers and I think Embiid was against the Chicago Bulls, you know. So, so you know, I'm looking at that. Yeah, it's good that they got them career um, nights, but you're talking about two franchises right now that are on the bottom end of the NBA. So, you know, if you're a talented team, of course, you should be able to score 50 on them the only difference is i think let me see it said murray shot 21 of 25 so he was 84 percent on field goals you know so basically he was eight for ten on three point attempts eight for ten in the three points you know and and, and, you know um that was the second highest scoring percentage in a 50 point performance since will chamberlain shot that back in 1967 you know what i'm saying you know i mean and last thing, he did it without even um, having any free throws. So he did everything without getting free throws. You know, normally when wait, wait, score, Murray didn't have a free throw in the game. He didn't have a free throw in the game. Wow. <laughs> Damn, dog. like that's you know me. I love stats, man. And like, wow, that's a stat for you, man. With Definitely. No- like come on you know you know like i'm gonna be real with you like wade he normally got free throws jimmy butler free throw LeBron, free throw exactly kobe free throw jordan free throws this guy got 50 with just shooting threes and twos like yo (laughs) that is a beast right there i wonder what shaq's gonna say 
against him. They should go ahead and interview, chat, interview him like you did on uh, uh, Mitchell. Let's yeah, see, let's yeah. see what you're gonna say about that 50 point game. That's the type of zone I want to be in every day. <laughs> every day I want to be in that zone <laughs> where I'm hitting 84 percent of my shots. I don't even miss the free throw line, dropping 50 on. Wow, that's that's crazy. And then Embiid also drops the 50. Um, first points since uh, first 50 points since Moses Malone and Will Chamberlain. Uh, and he said Embiid is now the first Sixers player to score 50 since Iverson in 05. Okay. And and then the first seven-footer to score 50 since Dirk. You know, hey, you, you know Dirk. Hall of Fame players. Obviously, first ballot Hall of Fame players when you talk about Iverson, Nowitzki, Chamberlain, Moses. Malone. These, are, these are Hall of Fame first ballot, you know, players. So – which would lead me to ask, you know, do, are we talking about these players in, 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 the, in the Hall of Fame type of thing? Or, you know, or do they have to add – They, I guess you, they have to add some rings, of course. You yeah, know, of course. Kind of solidify their careers. But as of right now, I mean, like Jamal Murray, MB, Donovan Mitchell, like you mentioned, these uh, – Luca these are, are kind of the new wave of players in the MV, NBA. MB's been in kind of been in the league for um, longer than those other guys I mentioned. But he haven't played all those years because he was, you know, right. sat a few first few years because of his foot. Right, exactly. So, you know, watch out for them. I would love to see them in, in any other one, one of them players in a heat uniform. You know, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal has is, is been acting a fool uh, this, this season. And they also did announce that the All-Star game is happening March 7th, by the way. So that is going to happen, which I'm glad to see as a fan. I would probably be mad to see if I was a player, <laughs> you know, because whatever. It's just an exhibition game, um, although the winner does get monetary, um, you know, incentives uh, if they win. So they did announce the players. Did you see that they announced the starting uh, five for each? Yeah, I heard that they snubbed um, Dame, Dame Dollar. You feel me? Gave gave it to to um, what's that other dude um, from from the Mavericks? Um, the one that that that, that Chris brother loves. <laughs> Donkits, yeah, Luka yeah, Donkits. They gave it a Donkits, and I'm like, I mean, I haven't really seen Donkits this year, you know, but I, I I've been hearing a lot more about. You know, um, Dame Dollar, you know, with the clutch, you know, um, send, sending people home, you know, like game winners, like bye, bye, and calling it. And he's He's been doing it the last few years and still not getting no credit. You feel what I'm saying? Notice that Shaq stopped talking shit about him. You feel me? After Dame Dollar dismantled him on his, on his, on, on raps. You feel what I'm saying? Like Shaq, come on, this is not Shaq food. Calm down again. You feel me? <laughs> But, but yeah, but that's all I've seen. I don't know who else they, they have as a starting lineup. All right, so they got uh, Steph Curry. They got Donkic. They got LeBron. Nikolai Jokic, who's been a baller. Uh, I'm glad to see he's getting his uh, credibility. This is actually his third time being also. I think this is a first-time starter. And then Kawhi Leonard is the West, okay. which 
which uh, I agree with all of them. Uh, like, I love Dame. Dame is probably – Dame and Curry, to me, are my favorite players outside of Heat players that are in this league right now, just, you know, just because their shooting ability is nice to watch. Now, in the East – hold up, hold up. In the East, we got Kevin Durant. Okay. <laughs> we got Kevin Durant. We got Giannis. We got Bradley Beal, Kyrie, and Embiid. Okay. So, I mean, that's a pretty strong squad, too. Bradley Beal definitely deserves it. He's been dropping crazy buckets this season. I think Giannis is getting in just because he's Giannis. And Durant has actually been playing well. Kyrie hasn't even played a lot of this season. That's the one kind of questionable one. But since he's Kyrie, I guess it's okay. And then Embiid definitely – deserves to be the starter yeah who be who be who be um making these picks like is it the is it the players or is it the fans i think it's i think it's both media and fans like a combination Uh, they need to take that out just have like the fans don't know what the hell they want you feel me like they need to just have it as the players you know and, and, and and possibly the media 40% 40% media, 60% players. Like, basically, the media could give their suggestions, but ultimately, the players is the one that have the final decisions who really actually makes it and who don't make it because, like, it just don't be making no sense sometimes. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. But, uh, hey, tonight we got the Heat and the Lakers, man. We got the we got the NBA Finals. Wait, 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 wait. Before you, before you talk about that, you don't want to talk about um the loss? That LeBron had? Yeah, yeah. We gonna transition all of that. All oh, okay, of that. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, I didn't see the game. I didn't. I I personally didn't see the game. Um, you know, I saw the score or whatever. But uh, yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is out. Yeah. You know, which is a big loss. You know, um, the only reason why the Lakers won a championship is yeah, partially LeBron. Got to give him his credit. Whatever. But uh, without AD, you know, the Heat is winning their, you know, fourth championship, you know. So LeBron without AD is kind of like peanut butter, peanut butter without jelly. <laughs> it, it's kind of like Cleveland before he started winning, you know, like before he came to the Heat. Like it's just it's like him and a bunch of guys, or older guys, mostly. Uh, but you don't really have another superstar outside of AD on that Lakers team that can really take over a game. So, so yeah, I mean, they ended up losing to the Nets. Um, everybody is on the Nets bandwagon right now. Not me. I mean, for good reason, I guess, because of Kevin Durant and Kyrie and James Harden. They never play together. But, you know, I don't know. I don't really know who's playing defense. Who is gonna guard that fourth player? I I just don't see uh I don't see the Nets making it all the way. I mean it, they might prove me wrong, but I just don't see them making it all the way. But what what uh was evident to me is that the Lakers are average without AD. And we'll we'll see what happens tonight. I mean the Heat been struggling. The Heat have been struggling. They didn't win their last game against the Kings. Um, but 
you know, they are struggling for the most part. They can't close out games. They look great for like the first three quarters. And then that fourth quarter comes, it's like you you can't buy a bucket, you know, like uh, Tyler Hero will start missing shots. Jimmy Butler will start missing shots out of Bayou, you know, becomes offensively inept, you know, at times. You know, he can't even make a layup sometimes. He's so close to the basket, he can't put it in. I don't know if it's nerves or what it is, but we missing Goron, man. You, you realize how important Goron is. And when Goron was playing, all the rest, like a lot of the other players weren't playing. Like Jimmy Butler wasn't playing. Tyler Hero wasn't playing. So I think the combination of Goron, Bam, and Jimmy, when have we even seen that all season? We haven't. But the first, yeah. few, first game, first few day games, games the first few games or something like that. But though that's that's our big three, you know, and, and when we don't have that big three together, you know, we can be beat and we've been beat a lot. I mean, like that Golden State game, Steph Curry had probably the worst game of his career. And he was still like five for 20. Three yeah, and still somehow he hit the game when he shot that kind of, you know, put it put it away after it went into overtime. It should have never even went to overtime. It was just ridiculous. But um, but yeah, that they, they need a closer bad. And I, I don't know if uh, I don't know what's going to happen tonight just because the heat just been so inconsistent and you don't know what kind of lineup we're going to get tonight. But uh, it's going to be interesting, interesting game to watch to see if we could pull it out against uh, a D-less Lakers team. Well, me personally, I think that the Miami Heat are going to actually win. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, um, I agree with all the points you make. You feel me? We definitely need Goran Dragic. You feel me? We said that a long time ago. Like, it's just basically like you've seen how we were in the NBA finals without our guy. You know, and that's just, you know, like we didn't get we didn't get to our normal selves until like game three or game four. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when he did come back, it messed up the chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he wasn't 100%. Even. Yeah. And he wasn't 100%. But again, right now, you know, I do think that the Miami Heat are, you know, I don't think it's a statement game, but I still remember that they know that they remember just like I remember LeBron with the cigar, you know. Um, LeBron, you know, doing whatever he's doing, walking off the court, you know what I mean? Like certain things. So this game is going to be a victory for the Miami Heat. Again, um, I think, um, like you said, you know, like the the Lakers are the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, uh, without AD. Yeah. So there's no AD. LeBron, you're going to get yours. It's cool, you know. But everyone else going to find a way to lose the game for you, LeBron. Not help you win the game, but help you lose the game. Because right now you're still trying to figure it out right now with this team because your guy, um, your Robin to your Batman, you, um, he's not there. and He's not going to be there for a while. I think he's not. He's gone for like a month, month and a half. I hear that the, the injury is kind of like KD's injury before he actually tore his um, Achilles. So, so they're really, really precautious about that. Not just this season, but for future seasons, because everybody know like with Achilles, like it's kind of hard to come back. Yeah, we got this technology, but everybody don't heal the same, you know, and everybody don't come back the same. You know, we seen Kobe come back from it. We seen Dan Marino not come back from it without the technology. 
Um, again, you had a few other players that had Achilles injuries, but from what I seen, they yeah. weren't the same. Dominique so, Wilkins was one of those guys who, like, he was he was great, and then he tore his Achilles, and he was never the same. Never the same. <laughs> so um, we'll see. We'll see what AD. Hopefully, he do come back because I don't hate AD like I hate LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I do actually want him to have a successful career, and I don't want him to be like, okay, a one-hit wonder where he's he only got a ring with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want that to be part of his legacy, you know? Um, but, hey, it is what it is. I think we're going to win today. I don't think I'm going to stay up for the whole damn game because I know it's probably going to be a later game. Um I think we're out west, and the last few games been starting at ten o'clock. <laughs> so by yeah. the time it being like eleven thirty, already done grubbed, already showered. I'm, already, <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm in the room, I'm in the bed watching it. Wifey already knocked out. You feel what I'm saying? Because like yeah. you said, the Heat hasn't been winning, so no point for her to stay up. She's, she's like, man, you tell me what happened yesterday. That's, um, that's the worst part about it. It's like staying up for these games, and then you just go to sleep mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm losing sleep over this. At least, you know, win and make me feel happy. But, like, man, they lose the game. And the way that they lose them, you know, just, like, in the final second where they just – I don't know. I feel like I feel like Spolstra hasn't figured out what lineup to go in the fourth quarter. I feel like Iguodala and needs to probably be in that, that last five, you know, just because he usually makes smart decisions – he plays great defense still, and he can hit the three if he's open. Um, Duncan Robinson, I'd rather play Iguodala than Duncan Robinson in the final, like, five minutes of the game. Yeah, because Duncan Rocket Robinson, he plays no defense. Right, he plays no he's defense. He's an automatic foul. <laughs> yeah, and his shot is uh, it has been very inconsistent this year. Uh, I'm not sure if just people are just, you know, are – ready for him or they know what kind of great player he is now and that they're ready for his shot coming off the screens but he has not he had a couple of games this season but for the most part he hasn't been what he was last season so man one of our screws are 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 loose right now that's what Dragic and that's kind of exposing other weaknesses that we probably would would not be exposing right now so early in the season normally people figure us out in the playoffs playing us back to back to back to back you know right now it's just like you look you know Dragas is not there he normally handles the ball for us he brings it up court he normally set um he gives the best alleys for the Miami Heat when he give alley oops he gives the best ones you know and and, you know so um again I'm not I'm not worried about it's early in the season right now I think we're 12 and 17 still you're you know we're, we're we're not too far back you know I think the season is a little shorter um, the East, you have a few teams that kind of worry you, but they don't because, again, like I told you, Brooklyn, you got Kyrie that you don't know what, what he's thinking and what he's – or if he's going to be healthy. You got Kevin Durant. They're doing management with him right now. He's not – he's still not the Kevin Durant of old because that Kevin Durant plays more minutes, you know, and is a little bit more consistent with his shot. You know, you got James Harden. You know, he lost a little bit of that weight that he came in with, you know. Um, so, so yeah, good thing with forcing yourself out. But, yeah, he, 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 he's, he's a nobody in the playoffs. 
You know what it is. Every time he makes the playoffs, he's like Steph, the person that you like. Every time playoffs happens, like he be disappearing, man. I don't know if it's, you know, they apply more pressure on him. He, you know, he be he be looking crazy, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think the Miami Heat's gonna win tonight. So you think we're winning or you think we're losing? Um uh, it's a stay away from me, <laughs> like as far as mo- monetarily, uh, yeah, because you just don't know what 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 you're gonna get. But you know, I, I think the Miami Heat are probably gonna pull it out. They they probably find a way to frustrate LeBron as we often do, especially when he doesn't have a legitimate two to pass the ball to. So if I if I had to guess, I'd say Miami Heat pull out a close one with a Jimmy Butler uh, layup to win this game. So well well. We'll, we'll see what happens. But you you also wanted to talk about how Jimmy Butler is being compared to D- Dwayne Wade. Yeah, um, yeah, he's tired of it. <laughs> he said he was tired of it? Tired yeah. Of it. yeah, he's tired of it. You feel me? I'll be tired of it too, especially the Dwayne Wade that we see walking around now is not the Dwayne Wade that we grew up watching. He kind of has a different lifestyle right now that I kind of don't um, understand. Yeah, he- He's but, kind but, of a weirdo, man. Yeah, his hair. Right like, like, I, I hate to say this about my boy D Wade because he's D Wade. When you say the Mount Rushmore of sports players or even just figures, you, you pretty much have to put Dwayne Dwayne Wade on there, you know. And he's just a weirdo, bro. Like he's yeah, like. I wouldn't want to like if I'm in Winwood hanging out. I don't want to hang out with this. It's, it's so weird for me to say that about Dwayne Wade. I wouldn't want to hang out with Dwayne Wade, but yeah, I wouldn't want to hang out with Dwayne Wade. I probably oh. wouldn't want to hang out with maybe the little girl, um, K- Kavaya, uh, you know, just because she's she's funny. They little girl that they got because she, oh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> you know, like because that would be attraction, you know, but like, like him, he's just weird. And I love Gabby Union, you know, who doesn't love Gabby Union? She's you know, kind of an old school black actress. So you 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 know, props to her. Um, she's an average actress to me. She's not even like a really great actress. She's just one of those celebrity black actresses that's always been cute, you know, and sexy. So you you root for her, and like her personality always seems very genuine. Uh, she doesn't really seem like she's faking it at all. She seems like she is just a nerd at heart. <laughs> that's really mm-hmm. what she is. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Dwayne Wade, yeah, it's like he's just he's just a weirdo, man. Like, <laughs> and there's no, and that's probably why Jimmy Butler doesn't want to be compared to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And know. Jimmy Butler is the total opposite of that. He's like as real as they come, you know. Yeah, he's real as he's kind of weird too, though. You know, well, some people may say he's weird because he he like the cowboy boots, but he's from the mid- Midwest. And, it, you know, he listened to country music, but I can understand that. My mom's listening to country yeah. music. You know, yeah. I do, you know, like, I, I don't hate country music, if that's what you're saying, but that's not the first thing I'm going to pop up. But, hey, like, you know, the crazy thing is, you know, they spoke to him um, and kind of was knocking him about, um, you know, um, Taylor Swift being one of his his favorite artist, you know, and <laughs> she rated him 13 out of 10. You feel me? <laughs> because of one, because of that statement, I guess, but Hey, it is what it is, man. Like I listen to all type of music too. Like and that, that goes back to people stereotyping you. They think that because you look this way, you should listen to this type of people on music 
or or hang around with certain people. Like, look, if you cool peoples or if I like your music, I'm gonna listen to it. I could care less. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I feel him not being one to be compared to to um, um Dwayne Wade. Of course, they went to Marquette. Dwayne Wade, Marquette, Jimmy right. Butler, Marquette. Um, um, both came from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Also, when it comes to um yeah. the to 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 the um, um mother situation, they didn't have the best relationships with their mom. Jimmy Butler got kicked out. Dwayne Wade, mom was on um drugs. You know what I'm saying? Right. And God, yeah. she was able to um get off it, and she's on a better path right now. She has her own church. She's a pastor. Um, you know um positive vibes with that, you know, always salutes with that. But, um, you know, right now he just wind up, um, you know, being second, you know, and passing Dwayne Wade with um, the most consecutive triple doubles to back in back-to-back games. LeBron James, I think, have nine. I think he has six. And I think Wade has five. You feel me? And, and you know, I would be annoyed too. Like, I, I wind up, you know, making this milestone and you talking about Wade, like, Talk about Wade in the media. When you're talking to me, just tell me, like, yeah, congratulations. You just passed Wade, boom, 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 and call it a day. You know, like, yeah. comparing and contrasting will eventually get, you know, annoyed because it's like the guy's retired. It's like I came over here not in a, not wanting to be in, in the shadow of someone else, and I came over here to be the man, you know, and you're not making me mad. I feel him, but – me being uh, a person of the media, I totally understand the comparison and the comparison is going to happen, unfortunately, because you play for the Miami Heat. And when you think of Miami Heat, you think of great players from the Miami Heat. The first person you think of is Dwayne Wade. So you're forever going because Dwayne Wade holds every record, every Heat record, you know, imaginable when it comes to steals or even blocks by a guard. So if, if he gets... You know, if he stays with the Heat for long enough, he is forever going to be compared to Dwayne Wade, and there's nothing he can do about that. Win, win, win some more cha- win some championships. Win, Harris, win some know? championships, and people will probably think about, okay, yeah, you got Wade, but he need to be in his own lane too. You know, you just gotta win. You gotta win the championship. You feel me? You know how Miami media is. If you're not winning, we're not watching. We're not even talking about you. You know what I'm saying? So, so, if so. If we're not talking about you, we're talking bad about you. Exactly. So, so you want to go ahead and, and win, Jimmy. You feel me? You brought, you know, the culture is already you. You know, I don't know what's happening to Wade right now. I think he was happy to leave the Miami Heat culture because he's kind of crazy right now. And <laughs> it is what it is. And that's probably why he went ahead and did his ceremony early. <laughs> so we don't have to talk about his ass no more. You feel what I'm saying? But, 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 yeah. Jimmy, I feel you. Um, it is what it is, but I, I feel him. But I, like I said, it's not going to stop. If you stay with the Miami Heat, the media will continue co- to compare you at, at, with every record that you continue to break, and that that's just what we do because it's news. You know, we bring news. You know, like if he breaks a, a a Dwayne Wade record, we have to put it out there and say, "Hey, Jimmy Butler, give props to Jimmy Butler. He is." being compared to one of the all-time greats because let's face it Dwayne Wade is considered the third best shooting guard of all time some people might say Jerry West is that third best Uh, that's the only one you could probably say can can compete with Dwayne Wade but after that is Kobe and after that is Jordan so he's already considered top five all-time at his position and that's the same position that Jimmy Butler plays shooting guard so 
he's forever going to be compared uh, to, to Jimmy Butler. Now, before we wrap things up, though, man, like there's a couple of things I want to make sure we point out. And we did not talk about the Usman fight, bro. Kamari Usman, did you see this fight? Bro? I didn't see it. Oh, my God. So, first of all, Kamari Usman is, is the, uh, I believe he's the middleweight champion or the welterweight champion. Um, but he has been the champion for a while, played, um, you know, Burns, who um, is his guy, some guy who, who basically trained with him when he was young. And Burns had a couple of early losses, but he, he's been on the road lately. And then he got this title fight against Usman, his boy, you know? So, but I, I bring up all of this really just to talk about how he needs to be considered one of the best fighters of all time at this point. Because I don't think people really know his name too much. He's the Nigerian nightmare. He's from Nigeria. Uh, maybe he's getting um, uh, less less play than Adesanya. Adesanya is another Nigerian guy, but he's a, a lighter, uh, he's more of a flashy, more flashy type of guy. But this guy, Kamari Usman, he dominated in the ring. And like after the first fight, after the first round, it was like, he was like, okay, I'm just going to hit you with my jab. And his jab is deadly. It's a nightmare. It's literally a nightmare because there's so much power behind it. And he's just, he's just tough to beat. And I don't really see him losing anytime soon. I think he has maybe one loss on, on his, on his, on his record right now, but if he continues to be one of, you know, on this path, he can be maybe one day compared to the all-time greats like Anderson Silva or um, GSP, man, because he is that good to me. And you just saw the level of dominance that he showed in that ring uh, last Saturday. And um, it, it was fun to watch uh, just to see how dominant he was in the second round. He just, he just knocked him out. He just knocked him out, standing up, hitting, hitting him with the jab. The dude Burns actually broke out in tears and cried. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes that happens man like it's just like you know when you make it to like a certain point in your life you think this is hey i i finally made it and then you realize hey i i didn't make it you know <laughs> like you, you worked so hard to get to this point you got a championship fight and you got embarrassed you got embarrassed you know you after this i think it was a second round knockout you got you know manhandled in that second round so basically how he lost, he he lost like he wasn't prepared for the fight or he just lost because it was like a quick, like, uh, I think you know. he cried because he, he's been this far. He's come back like he's made like strides from when he was losing early and then he got on this run and all of a sudden he gets knocked out by his boy, you know, so it's like I think all of it emotionally, he just started crying. Like, I don't think it was pain because although he did get, you know, several hits to the head, but he's a fighter, man. Fighters get knocked out all the time. I don't think it was because of the actual pain, but it, it was it was uh, it was emotional to see because, you know, obviously they boys. But, you know, Usman said he's like, yeah, he's my boy. But, you know, it's it's his cage. It's his ring. It's his belt. And 
you know, even his interviews get you hyped up. So definitely, if you if you, if there's another another Usman fight, man, you got to see it. You got to watch. Probably it. gonna watch that on YouTube. Yeah. See what's good with that. He's he's the uh, he's either the middleweight or the welterweight champion. Um, Chris could probably tell me which which he is. Um, but yeah, he is definitely somebody who um, who I just want to big up since that happened last week. And then, of course, Osaka, man. Naomi Osaka beating Serena Williams was big news this week. She did just win the Australian Open today. Uh, she beat Serena Williams in the semifinals. And I watched that match side by side with uh, with uh, with our two sc- with my two screens <laughs> <laughs> with the heat game. It was that night of the Golden State game. I was watching both. And Osaka, bro, like you know, from from Haiti, man, from from like she she was grown up really by a Haitian zoe. A Haitian her Haitian grandmother is really who raised her, you know. Oh, that's the old school mummy. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. When you know how Haitian she is. She's extremely genuine, you know. She's not faking at all. She's totally, you know, very present, very into the in the moment type of person and she was in the zone and the sad thing on the flip side was watching Serena though man Serena looks like she she looked defeated she was literally she, she was literally defeated and she looked defeated she looked but like she wow, is, she I is. I'm at this point in my life and I can't do nothing with this youngster this youngster yeah. circles around me and there's nothing I can do about it yeah it happens to the best of us man like father time is undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, 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 you know, I know Serena feels better that, you know, she's passing it on to another person that looks like her. Right. So, 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 you know, like, yes, she's defeated, but you know, she can see the light, you know, as far as like, yeah, I'm, I'm passing it on to another one of us. So we could go ahead and keep this run going for another few decades. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, when it comes ultimately down to it, I look at, I look at, um, like what you were saying, as far as with her grandma, with the values, you know, we, like I was raised by my mom and my grandma, you know what I'm saying? So, so I already know where she's coming from. I, unfortunately I wasn't able to watch the game Damn, you were supposed to call me, like put, put it in the chat, something like, yo, Wes, you gonna watch this game? Like for real. Cause, um. I'm like, damn, I would have watched that game. I'm pretty sure my wife would wanted to watch that game also. But Serena, like, you had kids, you know, um, and you had kids late in your career. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. Which happens for most uh, female athletes. They usually have babies late in their career. And what normally happens with those female athletes is what you've seen the other day. You, you lose it. You feel me? Because... Like, it's, it's, it's different, you know, when it comes to the men, you know, like the men ain't the one bearing the children, holding the kids for the nine months and going through all the emotions. And, you know, the kid takes a lot of energy from you, you know, and, and, and you know, I don't know how it's worse. worst. Commend to all the women that 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 have kids and able to, you know, like get back to normal. But we all know, like normal is not never going to be normal. Same like if you tell your Achilles. You're not going to be the same. You got to be one of these people like Adrian Peterson and 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 um, Frank Gores, like the anomalies. You feel right. me? So, so, so. so and they're mutants. Exactly. So, Serena, you're just. Serena's one of the mutants, too. Let's be honest. 
Yes, she is. She is. But like she, you got to understand the work ethic is different. The work ethic is different. The medicine is different. Everything is different. So, you know, what people got to understand is they don't understand how the players are getting faster and bigger. It's, it's just common sense. Like that's how humans work. You know, the, 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 the my son is going to be better than, than me, you know, and then his son is going to be better than him. That's how it's supposed to work, you know, in that regard. So, so Osaka is just a better Serena, you know, and then years from now, there'll be a better Osaka, you know, to go ahead and, and, and take that, that, that helm and, you know, that baton and keep it moving. So it is what it is. Shout out to Osaka for holding it down for the Zoles. You see my dog Marcus shirt. You feel me? Yeah. First black, first black you feel me? You know what I'm saying? And Osaka, I'm pretty sure is the first Zoe holding it down. You feel me? Yeah. For the rest of us out here. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it, it was good. It was good to see. Good, good to watch. Um, you know, it's gonna be fun to watch Osaka's career for the next ten years because she seems like she's got it. She's got that it factor. You know, she seems like she's just really developing her craft, and it's, it's good to see. Uh, okay. On the court, making making. Okay. Moves. Okay. So now we're gonna go ahead and transition into a little something, something. You know, we're gonna enter the Benjamin Report. You feel me? He's going to go ahead and give you them updates from last week, seven on seven. You feel me? And I, I seen the highlights on your Instagram, boy. Yeah, that thing was looking live. So, yeah, let's, you know, yeah. tell, the, tell the audience what, 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 what they missed out on. Well, seven on seven is basically off-season football, touch football for high school athletes. I mean, sometimes it, it does go up to a professional level as well. But it's really made for mainly for the quarterbacks, receivers to get in offseason work and not have to put a lot of wear and tear on their bodies because it's just touch football. But uh, what was most telling for me during the seven on seven was just a bunch of the young talent that's out there. I mean, like these are not seniors. They're, they're going into their junior year. So we're going to see two more years of some of the best players. So in the next two years, you're going to see high level players come out of South Florida. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a common thing. Like if you, you already know the crib does produce high level talent. I mean, that's no uh, secret at all, but like a lot of these kids graduated in 2023, you okay. know, 2023 seems like a long time from now, but you know, when you're in the high school uh, circuit, I guess you could say like me, you just see a lot of these great players and Brandon Ennis, is one of those great players. I uh, just get used to just hearing that name because, you know, like like a lot of our great players, they end up going to Alabama, and he, it, like he didn't say he was talking to Alabama at the at the moment. He said he was talking to uh, Miami, Georgia, um, Oklahoma was in the mix for him. Uh, but what I got the sense that he wants to get out of South Florida. And that's the thing about these kids, though, man, like a lot of these kids, you grow up in South Florida, you see what it is to 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 live in Miami and you want to explore. You want to go somewhere else and really kind of explore what's outside of Miami, which I don't knock at all. Uh, but if I had to say that where he's going right now, I'd probably say it's probably Oklahoma. Uh, but, you know, down the line, once Alabama jumps in the mix, <laughs> probably going to be Alabama because. Helicopter man. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, he just snatches up all the best uh, receivers, usually out of South Florida. Amari Cooper, he got him. 
Um, he got Jerry Judy, um, you know, last year. Now the next wave is Ja'Cory Brooks, who came out of Overtown. Watch him because he's going to be playing probably next season as, as a true freshman. Um, you got Tower Jones-Bell, who's already there. He was from uh, Carroll City, so he's going to get a lot of playing time next year. These are all crib wide receivers, and I feel like that's going to be kind of the trend. The best player, who Brandon Innes seemed like he is going to be, is going to be that next player. So uh, look out for him. Uh, and all these other players like Nathaniel Joseph, also getting a bunch of D1 offers. And they're sophomores right now going into junior year. So like, and they the three of these guys, Nathaniel Joseph, um, Santana Fleming, and Brandon Ennis have 20 or more offers already from yeah. D1 schools. Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. It's just crazy just how early on in the game, like some good players out of South Florida don't even get a, a good D1 offer until their senior year. So especially with last year where you barely had games and you still, you know, got, you know, these many offers. So those are really kind of the three receivers to watch for the future. But next up is really Mike Williams. Mike Williams is, I think, one of the fastest receivers. Uh, in South Florida, he's out of Miami Palmetto, but he's not trending towards the Hurricanes. If you guys, you viewers want to know, he's more so trending towards either West Virginia or Louisville. Um, what, what do you think he run? A 4-2, 4-3? He probably runs close to like a 4-3. Okay. You know, you know, yeah. But he he's fast, man. So he is like the only senior on that South Florida Express team who actually ended up winning the championship at the seven on football hotbed seven on seven tournament last Saturday, they beat immortals, which is also a loaded team with Zion Turner, who's the quarterback of uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, um, Carson Haggard, another great player, football hotbed, all American. Um, and Wesley Basaint, I had a chance uh, who is a, uh, who is uh yeah your boy your boy man wesley and he's from north miami too <laughs> i believe trying to uh, tell you <laughs> and he's a zoo of course yeah, with yeah, man. <laughs> you know um he i think is trending towards miami from what i think i think he's gonna make that decision to commit to miami um it to me it's it's been him in florida state um kind of in the mix once from they miami, open up <laughs> the dead period has been extended too that's the kind of key news that you know players can't visit schools until like after may possibly so that really kind of hurts hurts a lot in recruiting they don't um, hurt miami yeah it doesn't come hurt from miami. here <laughs> yeah you can't still can't bring them on campus but like you know you still got players that you could just go to their games or you could just go to their you know combine events or you know once spring football happens which i think we will have you know, you can see them at spring practice or whatnot. So, so this is a plus for Miami. I've been saying this too. The COVID has helped Miami in so many different ways and even in recruiting. So uh, Wesley Bassaint is definitely a player to really look out for as a player that he said he's, he's likely going to commit in his senior year. His senior year is coming up this season. So he is likely going to commit, going to commit sometime at the end of the season. So look out for him. Uh, and, you know, um, the quarterback play, I, I do want to point out, uh, Colin Hurst is a player that if he develops the size, because, you know, 
it's all about size. People don't, you don't care how great of a quarterback you are. They want to make sure you you six feet or higher, you know, really six two or higher, <laughs> you know. Um, but if he develops into that kind of size, has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks. He was to me the best quarterback of the day. Um, quarterback in South Florida Express, Express, which won the championship. He is at a Western high school, Western out in Davie. A lot of people don't even know where that is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Western High School. Uh, he does have some weapons over there. Brandon Ennis is looking to transfer schools because university school likely not going to play football this season. Because their university school, I don't know if people know, is basically a high school, private school that is funded by Nova Southeastern University, which is where the Dolphins practice. So it's that whole area over there. Um, he is likely going to transfer out to a different school. He said maybe he's going to go to Heritage, St. Thomas, Deerfield Beach is in the mix, and then maybe Western. So all of these players likely, I heard, might go to the same place. So that's a possibility there. So we'll, we'll, we'll be watching that and we'll, we'll see what, what, what schools that these playmakers go to. But those, those were really kind of the standout players. Um, also, I wanted to mention uh, Briscoe's son, British British Mitchell was out there balling too, man. British Mitchell, he was at Chaminade, but he's now at Edison. He's now at Edison with Uncle Luke. So Uncle Luke is instilling some trust uh, with, uh, you know, Briscoe's son, uh, British Mitchell. Um, Briscoe is a local rapper here in, in, in South Florida. Um, so, you know, look out for him too. Uh, he just got a, his first offer for, from FAU. And uh, he's also a young kid, 2023. So it's just a lot of young talent out there. It was a great event. South Florida Express ended up winning it all, defeating Immortals. It wasn't really a game once it started, but, you know, they just clearly had the the better athletes with Colin Hurst, the quarterback, Brandon Ennis, Nathaniel Joseph, Santana Fleming, who I think is a player that likely is going to commit to Miami as well because he was really excited to get that offer from the U and, you know, he's out of Carroll city. He's likely going to transfer to a different school as well. And, um, uh, look out for him as well. All right. So that, that's pretty much it from the, from the, from the Benjamin report from seven on seven. Uh, look, look out for my story on footballhopped.com for details. And, uh, till the, till the next, you know, event, and the next Benjamin report, which is likely going to be the Under Armour term, uh, combine, which is coming up in a couple weeks. All right. All right. So uh, I guess um, that ends Mark Westport podcast this week. We'll catch you guys next week. All right. Till the next Peace. episode. Peace.